Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lady Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam McIntyre. I'm a career coach, a career expert, and I know a thing or two about tech, having spent the last 30 years working in tech. Welcome to this week's episode of the Lady Leadership Podcast. This week on the Lady Leadership Podcast, I revisit an episode that I recorded with Rebecca Horton from Bold HR, and we talk about making impact in the work environment and we recorded an episode which was 10 ways to level up your leadership and so in today's revisit of this I'm chatting to Rebecca about thinking strategically and so how do you as a B-suite leader actually think more strategically about the work that you're doing so how do you set that vision how do you identify the problems that you need to solve how do you work through that you're actually working on the right problems and um, how do you make how do you come up with options and then get sign up for recommendations what are the knowns and the unknowns? And so, yeah, Rebecca and I um, have a chat about this. Have a look at the full episode that I recorded with Rebecca. I'll leave the link in the show notes. I know that you're absolutely going to love this episode. And how can you think a bit more strategically in your role? Have I a- really recommend that B-suite leaders spend some time on for themselves. Is this concept of being able to think strategically? It's not in the DNA of most B-suite leaders. Unless you've got, you know, unless you have a strategy role, then it's unlikely that you've been able to invest significant time in teaching yourself strategic frameworks with which to think or strategic processes to follow to work through building a strategy. In fact, a lot of the B-suite leaders that I talk to get a little bit panicked when they get asked for the first time to develop a strategy because many of them have never gone through that themselves. Yeah, and I've I've heard people saying, "Oh, well, how will I how will I know what's going to be going on in six months' time, or that type of thing?" And I I more look at it as, you know, what problems do we need to solve? Does that make sense? Or, or where would we like to see ourselves? Like, what's that vision? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And I think, you know, just like any great adventurer, um, you kind of go, "Okay, we're going to see what's over the other side of that mountain," and we don't know. Mm. but we have a bit of a plan of how we're going to get there. We've got really good supply chain. We've got some, you know, pretty nifty navigational tools, but we're definitely going to make mistakes and discover a river that's right in the way and all these horrible things that are going to happen to us. But that's kind of the nature of business these days. It's more like trekking across country into a wilderness you've never been across before and hoping to hell that the plan works and knowing full well that it's not going to, but you'll get there anyway. That's right. And and so would you suggest then the ability to problem solve for people as well? Hugely important. Yeah, yeah. it's hugely yeah. important, Samantha. And I think some really important clues in there, which is, you know, only problem solve the right problems. We all get very easily distracted by trying to solve the wrong problems. More yeah, often right. Than not. Yeah. What's, what's uh, I saw in your book the the tip around, you know, what to focus on kind of right here, right now and you know what's uh, you've got like a little kind of quadrangle quick yeah. wins big deal maybe no that type yeah. of thing yeah well sometimes we're, we're looking at problems that are um a little bit like the passion projects we were talking about before you know things that look like a big problem and we throw all our energy at them and what we realize is that perhaps there's something that's not directly in our way it's just something that was a bit messy off to the side or it could be something that is so huge 
that regardless of how much we throw at it, we're never going to shift the needle. So actually the right problem would be how do I get around this, not how do I blow this up. Yeah. So sometimes in our in our persistence we can, um, I think we can end up, you know, hurting ourselves a little bit and bashing ourselves against the wrong problems. And it's a bit, uh, you know, I sometimes look at it, it's a bit like, well, what can we do? What are our options? I'm always like, what's the problem? What are the options? What's the recommendation? Yeah. That's exactly right. And Samantha, you know, it really is as simple as that, isn't it? You need to work through, I think these days, it's because of the level of ambiguity and uncertainty in business, because none of us know what the next six months will hold. And none of us know exactly what direction we're going in. Yeah, which we just had very proven to us, you know, with the pandemic, basically. That I think someone predicted it somewhere. That's, there's a few people explaining <laughs> it. But, I mean, I don't think anyone would guess. Certainly, you know, a year ago we weren't thinking that we'd still be really in a pandemic a year later. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and five years ago the taxi industry didn't predict Uber, Uber and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the only thing that we know is that we don't know what's going to happen next year. So, yeah. yes, I can understand how, therefore, people might say, well, then it's impossible to plan. And it's impossible to plan if you adopt a kind of a directive mindset, you know, one plus one equals two. Yeah. But if you think about it more like a, a process of elimination rather than a process of determination, then you're playing with it more like an algebra process. You know, if, if the end goal is a four and we've got a two but we don't know what else we've got, then what's the missing item? Mm. And if you can work through it more like that, you're kind of your known and unknowns and those sorts of processes, you'll actually find that you're starting to make your plans based on the safest route, the route of least regret. You can't know that you're going to be right. None of us can know that these days. But what you can know is that you've eliminated the least likely obstacles and you've predicted the most likely obstacles and you're ready for those and you can navigate around lesser items very easily. Very good. So, I mean, I really I really enjoyed your book and I think for anyone that is wanting to have a greater impact in leadership, I think there's some really great um topics in here and I think you know even even if you just think about control the pace so controlling the work influencing who you're influencing and then strategy and I'd add I'd add to the bottom of strategy that planning you know yeah what what does the six to next 12 months look like that's exactly right yeah and managing up I'm I can't tell you the number of times I've had people sort of walk into my office with um you know when I've been in roles with our blank paper piece of paper you know and um uh, yeah I learned 10 years ago I walk into the office of a manager with a report saying this is what I'm working on this is what I've done these are the deliverables this is what I'm going to be doing for the next x weeks three months six months this is the focus what do you want to add what do you want to change um do you know what I mean and then it's a conversation rather than a yeah yeah absolutely right if you walk in with a blank piece of paper you're just taking orders and realistically, you shouldn't be a mid-level leader then. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Rebecca, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Go straight to the website, www.boldhr.com.au, and my contact details are down the bottom. Lovely. And I really recommend for anyone that is wanting to level up their leadership um, to check out this book because lots of good practical information that they can just take away immediately. Thank you, Samantha. That's brilliant. Good, practical, and informative was what we were after.
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Sorry for snorting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Rebecca. It's a great pleasure. Thanks for spending time with me tonight. Cheers. Cheers.